inspiring you to reach your goals and live your dream. And live your dream. This is the Keaton Nelson Show. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to like skip the intro, man. Just so you guys know, this is Drew Taylor, everyone. And he's like the best human I know. Uh, I mean, I go to him when I when I need some advice, some counsel. Uh, he's really like tuned, tuned in with God and, and um, at the same time, a killer entrepreneur. He, um, I mean, he's ran a huge coaching business. He's uh, had his own digital agency. He he does like trade uh, like freight brokering, um, and then most recently, I mean, it's the stuff with like crypto and forex and uh, some automated trading, which is just like out of this world cool. And we'll definitely dig into that because I think that's like a huge part about the show is like I'm trying to like give some information to people so that they can, um, um I mean they can take it and, and maybe they're, they're not starting a business or they already have, or they can create another income stream or whatever, you know, I'm just trying to help people with yeah. this and, and trying to bring people on who have the information to help them. And you are definitely one of those dudes. So dude, thank you so much for being on, man. Dude, absolutely. Stoked mm-hmm. to be here. And uh, yeah, obviously excited just to have a conversation and uh, I've never had a boring conversation with you. So <laughs> I'm sure today will be just like all the others. So for sure, man, let's do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, let's kick it back a little bit. I want like, this is stuff I'm actually curious about because I've known you for a little while and um, I, I don't get to ask these questions. What was it like growing up as little Drew Taylor, man? Like what was family <laughs> life like uh, and how did that shape you? You know, I'm interested. Were you middle Dude, class, yeah. poor, rich? Like what were you, what were you growing up like? Uh, so we're, we're pretty poor for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, which is, you know, it's the biggest city in Kansas, but, uh, you know, we grew up in a, you know, not like the greatest area of town, um, you know, but, you know, did have, have a loving family, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, you know, everybody's got something to complain about when it comes to family or, or how they grew up or everybody wants to like dwell on their emotional trauma they sustained. But I, I truly believe it's a waste of time. I think you need to move out of the past and and move forward. So like I just I don't none of that even like comes into my uh you know in my sphere anymore. Um, there's things you know that I could say boohoo poor me, but at the same time it doesn't really help anybody because it's all about moving forward and and healing through it as opposed to going back to the past and staying there. And totally. so um, like I said, uh, all in all, grew up in a very loving family. I'm very thankful for that. Um, but since we didn't grow up in the, uh, the best part of town, uh, you know, kids are bringing, you know, weapons to school and, uh, you know, and just, yeah, just a rough area. Um, so I was in public school from kindergarten through third grade. And then in fourth grade, my parents pulled us out, uh, all, all of my siblings, which I have four sisters, I'm (laughs) number two in the lineup. So they pulled us out of school, decided they were going to going to homeschool us. So, uh, you know, so with the whole homeschool route, which was pretty tight quarters, uh, you know, there were seven of us in a 950 square foot home. And so, yeah, I mean, we basically had kitchen and living room, which were basically one piece, you know, one part, Mm -hmm. um, a little like 10 foot hallway, uh, with a bathroom and then all three bedrooms were boom, boom, boom. Like, uh, so yeah, I mean, sneaking out was, difficult so that, you know. <laughs> I bet, dude. Uh, and yep. you're you're one of you you're the only boy and you have four sisters yep only boy oh, so man. that was fun your dad happy to have you or what 
Oh my gosh, dude. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I, otherwise, yeah, he would have just been overrun with estrogen, but thankfully for me, uh, you know, uh, he had someone to, you know, to, to beat up on and make tough and everything else didn't mm. have to, you know, uh, you know, which honestly my sisters are pretty tough as it is, dude. Like I they are. I, thankfully I had enough influence on their lives to turn them into tomboys. And so, you know, we grew up, you know, skateboarding together, riding bikes, you know, building ramps, all that kind of stuff. And so all of my sisters today, um, they're still rough and tough. Um, and you know, and they don't mess around. And so, I mean, you know, if the end of the world came tomorrow, uh, you know, they're the type of people that all of their friends would run to and be like, what do we do? You know, yeah. cause they just get it. And, um, so yeah, uh, like I said, growing up, we obviously had our differences as siblings, <laughs> but it was still, man, um, uh, a blessing and to come from those type of, uh, beginnings, um, uh, you know, it just makes me feel very, and not necessarily proud, but like very thankful for where my life has gone and, and, the, you know, yeah. exactly do so what? blessed like yeah. people like me coming from my my neighborhood they don't they don't end up in a position where i'm at and so it's yeah. just crazy man uh, yeah i'm right there with you brother um uh i didn't ask you if this is okay to talk about so if it's not you just be like hey man i don't want to talk about this right now but i, I do want to i'm interested um you i i know this because i, I know you but you you were in the church as a kid and then, I mean, even Cal mentioned this on, on his episode. He uh, like a lot of people go through this. They're in the church and they don't there's like almost like politics or something going on. Always something. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, that like doesn't really vibe once, you, especially when you're starting to question things. Everything, everyone goes through a little bit of rebellious phase as well, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to hear, like, what was that like for you when you kind of fell out of the church? And and I don't remember if you like ever like quote unquote stopped believing in, in God or if um, it was like, you know, this road back to it, but I am really like interested in what that period of your life was like and your, and what was the, the pivotal moment back to it? Cause you were like, I mean, like you see the cross on this wall, man. And I'm like, he, he's, um, and he, yep. he was Bible study every Wednesday night, which like guys, you got to get to, and I need to get to, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Like, she's a Yeah. But yeah, the more the merrier, bro. Mm-hmm. Always. Cool, man. But yeah, do you mind? If you don't want to go into Dude, it, it's all good. More than happy to, bro. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, uh, we'll see if your audience is ready for <laughs> this story because <laughs> it is very non traditional, I'll tell you that. Um, but, you know, since we're still kind of talking about my family, um, I grew up in a family where every male in my, uh, on my father's side of the family, is a pastor. Every single one. My dad was the only one out of his entire family that was not a pastor. And I say that because my dad's brother is a pastor. My grandfather was the pastor of the church we grew up in, right? Where we had to be like the perfect children because we were the grand, you know, the preacher's kids and grandkids. Um, All of my grandfather's brothers were pastors. His dad was a pastor. Um, My grandmother's, uh, my grandmother's parents pastor and church builder. I mean, I don't, yeah, you, you go to any, any man on that side of the house, my, my grandmother's, uh, my grandmother's brother and brother-in-law pastors or missionaries. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so when I was a kid, you know, I, you know, go hang out with my grandpa, you know, in the mornings, uh, you know, uh, on Sunday mornings before he was, you know, 
preaching and whatnot. I kind of get to see the back end, you know, behind the scenes, admin office type stuff. And as a kid, I always told my grandpa, I was like, you know, one day I'm going to be a pastor like you, you know? And, um, and, you know, cause that's just what, I don't know. It was, it was almost like as a kid, I knew like this is the family business, you know? Right. And, um, and so, uh, all that to say, I was very plugged into the church. I mean, you know, I was homeschooled, so it's not like I had friends anywhere else <laughs> other than church, you know? Yeah. And so that was all fine and dandy until uh, one, one year when I was either 14 or 15, I went on a church trip with, uh, with, you know, all my friends and whatnot. And long story short, myself and the pastor's son at that time, because my grandfather retired there, had a new guy in there. My, myself and the pastor's son, we started taking photos uh, of like nothing bad at all, but just doing a simple hand gesture, not the middle finger, but a different hand gesture. <laughs> uh, and we started doing it in all of our photos while that we were taking on the trip, right? Somebody have a camera, we'd hop in it, photo bomb it, do, the, do this hand sign. And by the end of that trip, it was like a week-long trip out in the Colorado mountains. Um, he used to call it Youthquake. It was us and like three or four other churches. And so there's like hundreds of people out there. And by the end of the, the, the week, right, we had probably about 75% of all of the churchgoers that were at this event, this like, you know, camping event, all throwing up this hand sign in their photos. Like it was like the hand sign of the year, you know? And so long story short, we get back back to Wichita. And then within a week, dude, my, you know, uh, basically my dad's like beating down my door, like what, you know, what's going on? Why are they calling me? You know, cause they, they are called into the church. And I was like, Oh gosh, honestly, like I'd forgot about it. I didn't really think about it. I was a you know, 14 year old kid. Yeah. 14. Year old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, one of the, one of the girls on the trip, uh, got her film developed because back then you didn't have digital cameras all over the place, got their film developed. And was going through the photos of the trip with her parents and her dad, who's like a burly firefighter, knew exactly what hand sign that was. <laughs> and he's like, who taught you this? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they're like Drew and, you know, pastor's kid, uh, they, you know, they were, we were doing it in all of our photos, you know, and uh, long story short, that it, it, that incident alone uh, actually got me kicked out of that church at 14 years old Jeez. for doing a hand gesture. Right. That's a pivotal and, time and for like a crazy reason. Exactly. And I, you know, that was the church I grew up in. That was the church that my grandfather preached in, so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden I went from having only, pretty much only a church community and a few homeschool friends to no community uh, other than, you know, my neighborhood kids that, you know, we used to do just, you know, hood rat things, <laughs> uh, you know, with back in the day and, you know, and yeah. try to get away with everything. And so that's pretty much what I was stuck with. And, and, you know, when that happened and then when I saw how I was treated as, you know, uh, you know, by Christians and whatnot, I'm like, dude, these people are fake, man. Like this is BS. Like I'm done with this. I'm done trying to be perfect. And not to mention after this happened, like my parents lost all trust in me. Um, so basically if, if they thought anything was shady, it was like, you're doing the worst of the worst. And like, we know it. And I'm like, dude, I'm homeschooled. What do you, what's the worst thing I can do here? You know? Uh, but that kind of led me definitely into a rebellious period where I didn't want anything to do with Christians and Jesus, um, you know, sneaking out very regularly, um, uh, drinking heavily, um, you know, at like 15, 16 years old, um, you know, hooking up with chicks and uh, to the point where I 
you know, I was kind of afraid of myself at that point. Like how far is this going to go? And, um, so that was kind of my, my life for the next few years, um, until I was 17. And, uh, I, I'd, because I was homeschooled, I was able to graduate, uh, homeschool at 16. And then I started going to a community college, which got me out of the house, which is kind of nice, you know? Uh, but then my grandparents said, you know, well, Hey, if you go to a Bible college, if you go to a Christian college, we'll pay for it. And so that, uh, you know, they'd pay for at least the first year. Right. So I was like, cool, that gets me out of Wichita and away from some of my friends that I'm doing bad things with some of the girls that I have relationships with. Mm -hmm. And so I jumped at the opportunity and I was like, yes, this is probably what I need. And, um, so I'm thankful to have the, the conscience to make that decision, even though I, I did not want to go to a Bible college at all. Um, I actually moved to Joppa, Missouri, went to a Bible college there for one semester, but that was all it really, I really needed to get me out of, out of Wichita and out of the house. And, uh, cause things, you know, at home had kind of gotten bad around that time. So anyway, that was just kind of like the whole rebellious period. Um, I ended up, you know, working at a teen youth center, which was Christian based and whatnot. And so like, I could like walk the walk, talk the talk, just like the best of them. But in my, in behind the scenes, what I was starting to get into is like very much like super deep into new age stuff. Right. I, I knew that God was real, but God was no longer personal to me. Uh, God was a force, right? And it was a force that we could manipulate and manifest things with and so on and so forth. And mm -hmm. I went head deep, you know, dove, dove straight into the shallow end with that one and, you know, started reading, you know, uh, different books that were all about manifestation or, you know, uh, getting your spirit guides to like give you things or, you know, just stuff that's like, you know, very woo woo that I've, unfortunately a lot of people are into because they don't know anything, anything better. Mm. And, um, and, you know, even reading, um, you know, let's see, thinking grow rich, you know, very much, uh, new agey, um, beliefs. Um, and there's a lot of law of attraction type stuff in there, right. Which law of attraction says that you are the God of your own universe and you can manifest anything you want. And I think that's a very dangerous thought process. Do I think you should work for what you want? Absolutely. But a lot of people are, you know, blab it and grab it, think it into existence. doesn't work like that, right? Uh, the universe is not conscious. The universe is a creation of a conscious God. And so therefore, for us to essentially kind of try to manipulate the universe, there's set laws in place. Good luck. Good luck turning gravity off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, but at the same time, I was just a young teenage kid at that time. So I didn't know any better. But all of that to say, years and years went by. Um, I got deeper and deeper into psychedelics and plant medicines and things like that. And it was actually on a mushroom trip that, wait, 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 wait. Um, what did you say? What you said psychedelics and what plant medicines? Oh, plant medicines. Got it. Okay. Yep. Like, you know, ayahuasca, DMT, uh, oh, mushrooms. Yeah. Wow. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I knew that there was something spiritual out there and I was determined to, to seek the truth, you know, to find yeah. the truth. There's a lot of people who say that they're seeking the truth, but they never go research anything for themselves, right? They just, you know, they're going to take somebody else's word for it. Oh, well, if you're Buddhist and you believe this, then sounds good enough. I'll do that too. Right. But I was like, I was determined, like if, if what I grew up believing is BS, then I'm going to go find the actual truth because we're not here by accident. There's just no possible way that a big explosion happened. And that, you know, like the perfection of the universe and humans and animals and nature, everything got created by accident. You know what I mean? It just doesn't even make sense. It takes way more faith to believe that than to believe that God created it. And so, um, you know, 
years and years of, you know, kind of going down that path. I happened to go to the park one day, you know, took some mushrooms. Uh, you know, I got pretty, pretty deep in it because I was looking for answers. And I thought that that was going to be the way that bridged me to the spiritual realm where I could learn more and yada, yada. And um, on this trip, man, it's like my, the veil that was over my eyes, the spiritual veil was lifted and I could actually see what was going on behind the scenes, right? We can only, we can only, uh, you know, perceive this third dimension, right? But any sort of spiritual dimension upon that, it was like, literally, I got to pull back the curtain and see what was going on. And what I saw, like, scared the crap out of me, man. I saw like these dark demonic, you know, uh, creatures, I, for lack of a better term, that essentially had their claws in me, right? And were like feeding off of me, right? Um, you know, whispering things in my ear, uh, things that weren't true, things that, you know, um, that I was supposed to believe and that I had been believing for the longest time. And, um, you know, and I'm like sitting there, it's like, you know, like having a panic attack, but you can't do anything. You can't move. You can't breathe. No, nothing. And then just literally my spirit inside of me, just by instinct, just started saying, Jesus, 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 save me. And at that point in time, dude, these things whoo, just left. And I was sitting there, you know, literally in tears because like, that was the truth I was seeking. And that happened because like, I don't been told growing up, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. But it's one thing to hear that and be told that over and over again. It's another thing to experience it. And so after that, it's not like I went straight back to church boy again. No way. Uh, I was not done living my, you know, my fun life, uh, you know, drugs and girls and all kinds of stuff. And it took me another few years to like fully let go of that. But after I started turning my eyes back to Jesus again, things just started falling off of me and I became a completely different person. The person I am today is absolutely not who I was, you know, a decade ago. Um, well, actually let's see here. How old am I now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A decade to 15 years ago. Um, and so I'm, very, very, very thankful for that and for that experience, um, you know, because it was just, it was illuminating, you know, seeking you will find. Knock I was just going to say that, like you, were, you were knocking hard. You're yep. knocking at the door and seeking like crazy. And yeah. I think a lot of people go through that. I mean, I don't know how many people yeah. talk about it, especially on like a public platform and stuff, which is also why I wanted to get into it. I think that people need to hear that they're not alone, especially when they're seeking through all this stuff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, want to shift gear? That was awesome. A great story. <laughs> I love it. Um, I want to dive into some like entrepreneurial stuff, right? So I know you don't really coach anymore. I think you coach like kind of like pro bono to the people who need it. Like it's almost like um, almost like a little calling thing. That, at least what I've experienced with you, like I when I. I've known Drew probably a couple of years and I've only been in business for about a couple of years. So when, um, when I met him, he, he was like, not only did he become a client, but he also, um, he gave me a lot of guidance on growing my business and stuff. Um, and what I found, what was kind of cool, like I, I still remember the first coaching call you did with me and you did it for free, which blew my mind. Um, but you had like questions that you asked and it was almost like you, you always ask those questions to clients you know, or, yep. or whatever. So I'm, I'm interested to, to like, you know, what are those questions that, um, you know, you would ask or like, are these questions that like 
people who are either getting started or they're running through a roadblock in their business that they can ask themselves to work themselves through, um, you know, either reaching the next level or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I, I was coaching pretty consistently for about three and a half years, um, you know, helping people build personal brands, helping people build we're really all kinds of online businesses. But the focal point was on building a personal brand, creating a course or a product and really helping people uh, use their gifts and talents to impact people and, uh, and, you know, change people's lives. And so <clears throat> did that for a long time. And yeah, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, as you know, I got super deep into trading and whatnot. And I was like, holy cow, man, like this, you know, uh, I was you know, obviously making great money coaching and whatnot, but, was, but at the same time, time was always an issue, you know, having enough time and, and wanting to say yes and help everybody, but not be having the capacity to do that. And so, um, I was like, you know what, I think I just need to, you know, cause it got to the point where I was not really enjoying it anymore. And mm -hmm. so it got to the point where I was like, okay, you know, now that I see that, you know, this is kind of the direction I need to be going in. Um, I basically, yeah, I'd stopped taking on clients. Um, and now at this point, yeah, I've got to put somebody in my path that he wants me to spend some time with and, and, you know, coach, whether that be life or business coaching, uh, cause technically I'm trained as a life coach, but because of my business experience, I do life and business coaching. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of have, uh, it's, it's more of like a filter or a funnel that I put people through. Um, and it really just depends on, you know, what they're looking to do. You know, I'll usually start every session with, you know, asking them, what do you want to accomplish in this session? You know, yeah. and if it's something personal, then that's the, that's the path we go on. If they're like, well, you know, I'm, I'm capped at, you know, $2,500 a month in my business and I need to figure out you know, how to get to the next level, then we would kind of go in that direction. And so, um, yeah, yeah, you know, as we kind of just move people through this funnel, ask them different questions, what we first do is we kind of just like ask questions to really dissect what they truly want. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they can dissect that enough to where they've got a kind of a few things up on the whiteboard, they can actually figure out, okay, out of all these few things, what is the one thing that I really truly want to focus on as we kind of go through all this. And so after we kind of do some discovery and, and get those questions, then you start asking questions to get them out of their normal frame of mind, because you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that got you into it. Right. Yeah. I would quote whoever that is, but I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and uh, Benjamin, uh, Benjamin Franklin, we'll say that uh, somebody <laughs> can check that later. <laughs> um, and so uh, you know, after we, you know, kind of start diving into some of these things, asking some of these questions, um, you know, I'll ask questions like, okay, well, you know, do you know someone who is already at the level that you would like to be at? Yes. Cool. Well, in this, in this situation where you're at, what advice do you think that they would give you? Or what do you think they would do as an individual, um, you know, to overcome this problem, this, yeah. this, uh, you know, this wall, whatever it is. And so then we kind of go through, go through, go through, um, you know, my hope is that they're, uh, you know, that they, they can create some smart goals out of it. So we always like to create a checklist, um, you know, of things that they can do, right. Whether that is tap into different resources or, you know, read, a, read a new book on the, on the topic, um, connect with, you know, individuals they know who are at that level and they just kind of, you know, pick their brain, you know, successful people like to help other people because they had other people help them, you know? Yep. Um, and so, yeah, uh, as you know, you know, I used to have an apparel brand called self-made threads. And the reason why it's not around anymore is because I was like, 
dude, I didn't do this all on my own. You know, it was some amazing people that God put in my way and amazing doors that he opened. And so I, yeah, I just think it's extremely uh, arrogant to try to take all the glory for myself. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, if you guys want some of the actual questions, I mean, I actually have like a cheat sheet that I actually could probably give you guys if it's close enough here. Here we go. You got like a PDF of that, Drew? I may have a PDF. Um, something I created a long time ago. And so hopefully it's in the Google Drive, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So the funnel that we take them through is, number one is, what is your goal? You know, what, what do you want to accomplish on this session? Uh, number two, as I mentioned, is explore. Just exploration of that goal, kind of what they're, uh, you know, looking to get out of it. You know, what are their options? It's such as, you know, what could you do to move yourself towards the goal? You know, what what type of obstacles could be keeping you from reaching that goal? That's what I remember. And then, I, yeah, I, I remember these questions. Like, and it helps. It actually it does accomplish what you want it to. So it's it's cool. Absolutely. And, and, and no, by the way, like when I talked to you, Drew, I think I was like doing like two or three grand a month, and now we're averaging around twenty to twenty five. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, and um, so awesome. like so. These, these questions work, <laughs> you know. They do, bro. And the crazy part about it is they're not, nothing special, but they're no. questions that we don't ask ourselves. Right. If one of our friends had an issue or whatever else, you know, it's easier to see the the way out of your, your friend's problems or your client's problems. Not as easy to see uh, the way out of your own problems. And that's why, like, no matter what stage you are in business, you know, you all you have to continue to level up who you're working with as a coach. I think it's super duper important. And um, if you ever feel like you're stuck in a rut in life, business, whatever it is, I, I truly believe a coach, a life coach or a business coach is going to be a much better investment than a therapist. And this is, you know, this is just my opinion. I'm not giving <laughs> any, any, uh, you know, uh, medical or doctor advice at all, but I think it's better to move through things because, you know, we are living a linear, linear life while we're in this third dimension, we're always moving forward. So if that's the case, if we want to stay present, we have to move forward as well. Yeah. Rather than processing the old stuff. Got it. Cool. Yep. Um, so yeah, after we kind of go through some of your options, we try to help them make a decision out of all the different options that they put out there. They may have like 10, 15, 30 different options, but then we'll go back through them and be like, okay, out of these options, you know, uh, how likely are you to do option number one? on a scale of one through 10. Right. And then they'll be like, okay, this one, I probably won't do it. Just, I don't think it's going to be that effective. Like, cool, cross it out. Mm -hmm. And then once you find like maybe five to seven of those options that are like, okay, eight, nine, 10, I will do this. I think these are going to be the most effective. Then we basically turn those into action steps. And then once they write those action steps down, I make sure that they may turn it into a smart goal. Right. It has to be, um, oh my goodness. Specific. Uh, Thank you. Specific, measurable, achievable. Um, what's the R? Uh, Something man. R realistic. <laughs> realistic. Yeah, realistic no. and time specific. Mm -hmm. So if they can do that, then they are on their way to, you know, getting out of the rut and uh, living a more exciting and fulfilling life. Yeah. That's good, man. So write those down. If we can, if I can get a PDF out of them, I'll put it in the show notes. But yes, I'll, <laughs> I'll search the uh, you know the the deep deep files and see what we can find. Mm. 
Sorry, I keep drinking the water. Gotta stay hydrated. Um, You're done, man. Yep. Yeah. So now you're on to this you you're, you created um the freedom society right with a few few people and yeah i mean you got the freedom society podcast you guys got a, a clothing brand you're wearing it the free yes, sir. where's the link dude i gotta buy a couple of these shirts <laughs> bro let me hook you up with his hook you up with some shirts we're about to place a big huge order anyway okay. for you know friends and brand ambassadors and all that stuff so i'll i'll snag your, your info from you okay you cool yeah, I got yeah. a few of those. Um, and we'll hook that up in the, the show notes too, so you guys can all get those. But can you tell tell us what what's what's that all about, man? Yeah, man. Um, you know, over the years I've built different brands. You know, I've always had my my personal brand, which has been the constant, but um, you know, I've just had different ways where you know my my current vision, right, could only see so far because I had not elevated to the point where I could see further. And so Back then, you know, when I had started Digital Nomad University, uh, way before the Freedom Society and that kind of stuff, I started Digital Nomad University because I truly believed that the fastest way to get to a lifestyle of freedom, a lifestyle that you, you know, where you enjoyed what you're doing, I truly believed that was through entrepreneurship. You know, the majority of people that I had seen living the life that I wanted, having the freedom I wanted, uh, they were entrepreneurs. And so I was like, cool. Well, what type of entrepreneur has the most freedom? And so I'd kind of go through that and I found a few things along the way and then found some, you know, digital mentors who never even knew my name because I was watching their YouTube videos or reading their books or whatever else. But I picked up enough to be like, cool, and, and got to the point where it was successful and it was profitable. And it, it allowed me to be like, okay, I can breathe again. Now, now the money has caught up with all the things that I want to do. Um, how can I share this knowledge? And so I would put that out through Digital Nomad University, teaching people how to create uh, you know, at that point, it was uh, a lifestyle of freedom through uh, business systems, you know, through passive business systems. And um, so, you know, in the last three and a half years, that's completely changed. You know, I got introduced. Uh, I've been in crypto for a long time and that's been great, but I was never like a trader. It was just like buy and hold. But then when I got introduced to, you know, the auto trading space, the artificial intelligence trading space back in November of 2018, um, you know, I set up the software, uh, my, cause my buddy told me about it and I was like, dude, I don't want to have to learn how to trade at all. Um, he's like, dude, you don't have to like, this thing does it all for you. And I was like, okay, well, if I don't have to like learn how to trade, I'll give it a go. And that was at the end of November, December 2nd, I was flying out to Thailand, going, going back and forth between Thailand and Indonesia over the course of a month. And I set up this AI software to, you know, basically do its thing while I was gone. And I did not check it one time. I just set it, forget it, didn't really think about it. And then I got back in January and looked at it and I had made it at that point in time, it was only like 7% on the month, right? Nothing crazy, but I made enough money to cover my round trip flights to Bangkok and back. And because of that, I was hooked. I was like, okay, that is, you know, I thought I, I've seen other things where you can make easy money or quick money, whatever. That's truly the easiest way I've ever made money. And I just became obsessed with this space. As you know, you know, I've gotten, oh, yeah. I've gotten sued super deep in the auto, you know, AI, artificial intelligence trading space have tested, you know, pretty much every consumer available software on the market. Uh, the majority of them are garbage, but occasionally you'll find a couple, couple winners. And, you know, now that I know what I'm looking for, you know, I just don't waste any time. And so after being in that space for a long time, 
losing a lot of money, making a lot of money, kind of figuring some things out. Um, I was just like, you know what, this whole, you know, this whole trading thing doesn't seem as difficult as I actually thought it was. I thought you had to be like some super genius, some yeah. numbers guy, some CPA head, you know? I, I got and, a friend, I sorry, I'm going to piggyback on top of you. you yeah. Going, but I got a friend today who made $22,000 on three oh. trades. Three, that's crazy dude that's crazy and, and you know i'm like i've been out of the space for a little bit uh so i'm like you know not even doing it but i'm, I'm going to get back into it for sure but um it's it's like a it's like a robot that goes yeah. takes your money and brings back more money yeah exactly <laughs> you know bro. I mean? and well, then, by you... the way i want to put it out this out of here this is not financial advice or there's no like like trade at your own risk do whatever disclaimer we need to put in here we will or just yeah. you know, open your eyes to different options because that you may never stumble upon without uh, listening to this show. But yeah, um, no, yeah, yeah, I'm basically an idiot. So if you listen to anything I say, <laughs> <laughs> you might get in trouble. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's just so cover my own butt, Andrew's butt. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, that doesn't mean it's not a group. Uh, someone that's awesome. Anyways, you're going. It just covered your flight to Bangkok and back. You, and yep. you're like pumped off of this. You lost a little bit of money. You made some money like learning yeah. in and out. Is this when you're learning to actually physically trade or just using the AI robot or the, yeah, there's a few that are bad and that lost some money for you. You oh. found some that are good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the first spot I got on was like, it was pretty conservative, but it was super slow. Right. And I, and I was like, there's gotta be other ones out here. Right. So I started going on this search, yada, yada. I had a, one software that I thought I was running pretty conservatively, long story short. I didn't know enough about the market to realize like, nope, not the case. And <laughs> I ended up blowing, blowing like a 72, well, it was an $82,000 account. And I blew $72,000 of it Woo! in a day. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, Gah! and you know, that, that threw me off software for a while. I was like, dude, like that hurts. Like I'm, I'm done. Let me go build my business for a while. Cause like that was a big, big hit, sure. you know, as far as my portfolio went. and. Um, you know, the, the more I kind of, the more time went by, I started realizing like, dang, man, like if I can lose $72,000 in a day, if I actually figured out how to trade, like actually trade, not even rely on software, I could probably make that 72 grand back, if not in a few months, at least a year. And so that got me connected with some of the guys, uh, literally one of the top traders in the world um, that I have been personally mentored by and, and, you know, basically studied under started learning how to trade from him about two and a half years ago. And I, you know, I was still playing with software because I knew that technology was only getting better. Artificial intelligence was only getting smarter. And so now I do a combination. I leverage AI uh, and then I also leverage um, manual trading. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, after I figured that part out, you know, as far as the investing side of things, I was like, dude, you know, entrepreneurship is actually not the fastest way to freedom. Uh, trading and investing is truly the fastest way to build the lifestyle I was looking for at mm. least. And that's not the same for everybody, but, you know, but now that I've delved deeper into this, uh, you know, arena through investments and whatnot, I have found dozens and dozens of different little pockets to just go put my money, um, where it's, it's compounding faster than it, you know, the average person could spend it. And so that's what I really want to bring to people is like, yo, you don't want to start a business? No problem. You do want to start a business? Great. We can help you out with that too. But otherwise, we want to you know help people create financial freedom through passive investments, and that is where the Freedom Society was born. It's mm. good stuff, man. 
I, um, yeah, you're speaking truth. Cause like, I, there's some people like for you trading your time at all was not what you really wanted to be doing, you know? Right. Um, I like building a team. I like hiring and training employees and, and talking to clients and, and get, yes. make, you know what I mean? Like that's not for everyone either, you know? Right. Um, and I would probably wouldn't feel, feel fulfilled looking at a computer trying to trade in the same way that yeah. you know what I mean? Dude, exactly. Uh, yeah. But I tell you what, I'll go give my money to a robot so the robot can bring me some more money. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and just so you guys know, I, I put like, I don't know, it's probably like 10, 10 grand uh, in there. And, and I would, ended up making like four or six in like three months. It was like crazy. <laughs> and then, um, and then we, we, I, I got greedy and, and cranked up my settings to like not conservative. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is my fault. Which, you know what I mean? Uh, but I think it's like natural learning. Like the same thing that happened to Drew. Thank God it wasn't 72 G's man. But <laughs> uh, I, I think I losing I, money is never fun, but no, yeah. but I, but the, the end result was I was in this for four months and I, even after the big loss, my say my big loss, I was still up two grand from when I put in, you know? Amen. So um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something we're, um, to look into. If, if people are listening and they want more information on this or they want to like, you know, at least like, see what it's about and, and see like for themselves that either this is perfect for them, not for them. How should they get in touch with you? Should they, you know, go follow the freedom society and send them a message on Instagram? What's the best way? Yeah, man. Um, you know, if, if you holler at us on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, you know, it's going to be myself or several of the other people on the team uh, who can respond to you. But realistically, your best bet is probably to go to our website, uh, because there's a link that could take you directly into our Facebook group on there. So if you go to livefreedomsociety.com, Live Freedom Society, um, that's going to take you to our primary website. If you guys want some rad apparel, you can grab that there. If you guys want to read some awesome blogs about fine, you know, freedom in your finances, in your health, in your uh, in your you know mentality, whatever it is, um, some incredible blogs on there. But yeah, if you guys click the button on the main page, that'll take you into our Facebook group where we kind of keep everybody updated with kind of the latest and greatest, like, hey, here's here's what's working right now. And uh, here in the next few months, we're actually going to be launching a financial literacy course that's going to help people understand exactly what to do with their money, uh, how to invest in, you know, low risk, medium risk and high risk type projects, just depending on what type of person you are. So that if somebody wants to truly retire in the next, you know, two to five to 10 years, depending on where they're at um they have the ability to do that that's the age we're living in right now so yeah, it's pretty cool you know I, a lot of people you know they you know they shy away from opportunity because they like think it's like risk you know which it is risk don't get me wrong it is risk absolutely but like the, those risks like are what pay you out or like whether it's financially or, or there's a lot of things i mean it's risky going up and asking a girl to go on a date with you absolutely you know it's 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 risky um asking a girl to marry you or saying i love you for the first time it's risky you know um a lot of things that you health wise you what you eat and what you decide it, it, this will anyways i like absolutely. i want to get people like to especially through the show like look at different opportunities look like at least like 
you don't have to jump on everything. And what you'll notice is you, as you start to look as look at risk as opportunities, you're going to see a lot more opportunities in front of you. Truth. And then you got to see if it aligns with who you are and what you want to do. Uh, but like, don't just like, I mean, for me, it was like, don't listen to my parents. Don't listen to my mom who, who would say, you know, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. You know, there's, yep. there's a lot of things that seem too good to be true that I've stumbled upon that like they work. Like if I do it in my first year in business, I did 30 K second year. I did two twenty. Like, Bro. Like, like that's too good to be true. And then like, exactly. We're going to do 500 this year in the middle of the next or not. It's not more, you know, like yep. that's too good to be true, but it, totally bro. And now my mom's looking at it and she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> she, goes, I, she goes, I don't, I get always it. believed in you. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> well, she did. Like she, that's the other thing is like, it's weird. Cause she supports me and she like, was like, go after it and do it. But she's like, amen. Awesome. But still it's, a, the, that was like something that was too good to be true that those things do work out. Um, so I yeah. mean, just open your eyes, go, go. It's not going to hurt you to go join a Facebook group and see what it's about. Um, and I mean, like what's someone, what's a type of investment, like someone, if they wanted to try it to start off with, or can they like try like a, like a demo account or like something where they don't have to put any money in and risk their money at all? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> where we'd like to take the freedom society is, actually have, you know, people that they can consult with. It's like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm 45 years old. I'm pretty much paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, I'm going to get a bonus at Christmas or maybe taxes or whatever. I'm going to get four grand back this year. I'm not going to spend it on going out to eat and, uh, you know, go into one, you know, one or two decent football games, blah, 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 blah. I'm actually going to save this four grand and do something with it. Where would you recommend I put this four grand? And, uh, so like, that's where we want to get eventually, you know, once we've kind of got the personnel to be able to walk people through that, um, we're only going to give them opinions when we'll never give them financial advice, but we can at least share like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Nothing is guaranteed. Uh, but most people would say high risk, high reward. Right. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, but in my opinion, it's if no risk, no reward. So there has to be an element of risk in life. Otherwise, are you even living, you know, and mm. that, that comes with everything. Just like you said, you know, asking that girl out or, uh, you know, you know, eating, eating gas station sushi. But if you're really hungry, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely, bro. So yeah, if, if someone wants to, you know, jump into the group, they're going to see us, uh, you know, talking about posting about some of the different opportunities that we have. Uh, and then, yeah, if they decide that they wanted to check out the software, um, you know, yeah, we can get them hooked up to do a little trial on it for free. Um, they don't even have to put any money in. It'll be literally a demo account with fake money. They'll get to watch it trade. Uh, they'll get to learn it. It's, it's about as hard to learn as the first time you, you switched over from, from PC to Mac, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't take long, but at the same time, it's different. And so uh, you know, that, that's about it. So yeah, if anyone has any interest in that, just holler at me. Um, I'm very, very good friends with the owner and, uh, we can, yeah, get you hooked up to test things out if you'd like. Cool, man. That's awesome. Yep. Thanks for sharing that with them <clears throat> and, and just offering to help them out. Um, also I'm trying to think here, I had something else I wanted to bring up. Well, she I don't go blank on the podcast very often because I'm sick. 
medicine. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> get more water in there. Get that yeah, brain more water, more water. Uh, it was something with the AI, the the trading system, and in, in something about that in the group. Oh, the group's free too, right? Like no one has to pay to be in your group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. call. That's a lot of people ask that question. I never remember to say that, but yeah. Totally yeah. free Facebook group. You know, pretty much everybody has a Facebook, whether they use it or not. Yeah, not, you know, here and there, you know, the older you are, the, the more you do, the younger you are, the less you do. Um, but right now we have everything in Facebook, but we're in the process of building out a brand new Discord channel because uh, it just seems like there's a lot of action going on in Discord, especially the people who are interested in the things that we talk about. That's true. Real yeah. estate, crypto, Forex, you name it. Um, so we'll be moving there eventually, but don't worry if you're in the Facebook group, you'll get that notification ahead of time. <laughs> cool, man. Well, there's a, there's a couple of questions that I ask everyone. It was like three questions I ask everyone to come on here. It's kind of like a little branding thing I got going on here. Uh, All right. and it's also like a signal that the show's almost over guys. Um, got so right. number one, uh, what do you think your biggest regret in your life is? <laughs> Golly. Um, biggest regret in my life. Dude, that's so hard because like, you know, if anybody else were to talk about regrets, like there's literally not a single one I have. Um, um, because it's all made me who I am. Um, I, I don't know if there's a single regret. Um, because, yeah, I know exactly what I would say. Um, it's just, yeah, it's a difficult conversation to have. Yeah. Um, but when I was younger, living in Joplin, um, I took myself and some friends out um, to jump off a bridge and swim. And um, if, if I could take that day back, I would. Oh, wow. uh, because one of my buddies drowned that day and, um, Jesus. you know, like I said, it's, it's made me who I am, but at the same time, like for his sake and his family, that is definitely one thing I would change. Mm. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Sorry to, yeah. No, no. I'm like, um, I mean, thanks for being, you know, willing to share. You know, like, um, and I'm so sorry. Like, that's like a terrible thing to have to go through, man. Um, but you know, I'll say a prayer for him. He's with Jesus tonight, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely, man. And what's, uh, what's one book that you think could transform anyone's life? Or like, you know, one book everyone should read that's going to transform their life. You already know that answer, but I know you do. I know. Um, you can say it, and then I'll, say another one afterwards. But I, you know what, I, I have like mixed feelings about this because there's a few. I've had quite a few guests. You know, that's the they say the Bible, right? Um, yeah. And then I actually I, wasn't going to say the Bible, but what? Okay. Okay. Interesting. Well, okay. This. this I got to hear the other one now. But yeah. sir, is it surrender to love? No, not surrender no. to love. Um, different it, you're you're actually right it is the bible i was gonna say but i was gonna try to get a little bit more nitty-gritty for you know this type of audience and say proverbs 
Proverbs. You're gonna pick a book. A book in, in, in the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah, I gotta go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's cool, man. No, but I have a few that will come on. Even when Cal was on, that they're gonna say the Bible, and I'm always like, oh yeah, but other than the Bible, I'm like, why do I have to pick something else? Why do I have to make them pick something else? You know. But yep. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't want to discount I'm, Bible. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly like gold. <laughs> if yeah, if you guys are like taking a reading list and you you're trying to figure out what you should read next, uh, you guess what? You don't have to read all seventeen hundred pages of the Bible. You know, <laughs> go and read go and read Proverbs. There's exactly thirty one of them. Uh, you know, we're going into May. If you start Proverbs one on May first and you read one proverb a day, you'll get through the whole book in one month. So, yeah, so school me a little bit on Proverbs. Are these like stories, songs? What like I feel like there's something about them that I should know, but I don't know. So King David, right? Jewish King David who killed Goliath, like pretty epic story in the Bible. Uh, one of his sons was a, uh, a guy named Solomon. And Solomon, when he was getting ready to reign over Israel, uh, he wanted like he was a humble man, you know, very similar to his father. And when he became king, God asked him literally directly, God was like, what do you want? You know, uh, now that you're king, what do you want? And because, you know, he wanted him to take care of his people. And uh, so Solomon, as a young man, says, I want you to grant me the wisdom on how to rule these people the correct way. Mm -hmm. And that's all he asked for was wisdom. And and God liked that answer a lot, so much that he told Solomon, that he will, he will make him the wisest man that will ever live in all of recorded history um, to the point where he'll know things about things that nobody else for the, for the entirety of human history will ever know about. Smartest mm-hmm. man that ever lived, right? Most intelligent, most wise man. And on top of that, not just make you the most, the wisest man of, of all, but I'm also going to make you the richest man to ever live. And so, to date, nobody has ever come close to the wisdom or the riches that King Solomon amassed. And um, so it's just a very interesting book. When you take the, you know, when you give the man, the man, the wisest man in the world to ever live a pen and a paper to write down his thoughts, you're not going to walk away from reading that book saying, well, I feel dumber, you know? <laughs> cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that he wrote that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean... If you're going to read a book, then you might as well read a book from the wisest man in the world. Jeez. Absolutely. I might have to do that challenge one a day, one a day. Yep. They're I'm actually doing it right now. So I think Are that's you? kind of what brought it to mind is I've done it many times before, but um, I actually just started a, a Bible reading plan on the Bible app with uh, actually um, Scott and uh, Shane. Oh, so cool. we're doing a, yeah. So we're all kind of keeping each other accountable. So it's good. Yeah. I do have one more book for you, though, that actually did change my life. Um, and that book is The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Hmm. Magic of Thinking Big. Uh, it, it totally changed the way I looked at thoughts. And, um, you know, because I, I mean, dude, like I said, I told you I was just a little nerdy homeschool kid who was getting in trouble all the time uh, to, to ever become anything of value to the world. Um, it's, it's only through a relationship with God, the direct creator. And because, uh, you know, like 
a crap ton of personal development, you know, and, uh, you know, for anyone who's listening, who has not read a book in the last month, um, I mean, let's even forget the last year, three years, or even since high school, because the 80, I think it's like 82, 83% of people never read another full book after, after graduating high school. Mm. Crazy. But if you want the cheat codes to the real world, you got to read books. They are the cheat codes. I read three in April, I think. At a boy. Yeah. Makes all the difference, bro. Big time. Big time. And I listened to it. I mean, you do the same. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. Brain, bro. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I'd fall asleep trying to read it. Um, But yeah, it's definitely their cheat codes. What do they say? Like the, um, the secrets to life or like locked away inside books or something like that. I'm butchering the quote, but like, it's yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Essentially that. And Mm -hmm. most people never find the secrets because they never open the book. book. What was the other book? Oh, I think the magic of thinking big or the yes. Magic of thinking big David J Schwartz. Cool. I haven't read that one. I'm looking for another one because I'm just wrapping up profit first. It's like big financial model. Absolutely. Have you read Hermosi's new book? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. I have not yet. I I literally oh, started like two months ago and I forgot. No, blow your mind, bro. Blow your mind. Sweet. Yeah. Um, it, it's all value. Like it's not like something you read that has. It has a couple stories, but it's like do this, 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 and this, and like crazy. Yeah. Actually, the week I read it, I had my biggest week ever. Well, it's not. I've beat it since then, but it was my biggest week at the time of ten k, like that. Jeez, yeah, dude. like I did it in three days. Actually, it wasn't a week. I did in three days. I just sold 10k Jeez. from reading his book. It was insane. Really, really cool. Okay, noted, yeah. bro. <laughs> Speaking of wise dudes, that that dude's got some wisdom for sure. When you, when you're talking about like what would you do, uh, or like when you're writing down the obstacles or problems that you're having, he's the person I think of. I'm like, what would he do if he were in my shoes? Because he's really, really, Heck yeah. really good. Um, yeah, it's so. The magic of thinking big. I know we're kind of going over time here, but um, you have another meeting. I don't want to hold you. Nope, you're good, bro. Got a couple minutes. Cool. Um, Yeah, absolutely. The the magic of thinking big reminds me of like either like the 10x rule or like these things they call like C type goals. They're like almost fantasy, but it causes you to think and create solutions to problems that you never could at the current level of thinking like the, like imagine you're imagine you have five thousand dollars of debt and you need to figure out how to pay off five thousand dollars of debt yep the way what you would do and how you would do it uh would never work it would work to solve the five thousand dollars of debt but it would never work for five hundred thousand dollars right i even close so like, if you, if that's your, like, if you can think like, oh, I have five grand of debt, what would I do if I had $500,000 in debt? Yeah. Cause I mean like, and you had to you go gotta a certain expand. Tip. Yeah. Expand yeah. your mind so much broader mm-hmm. to come up with a solution for that. Yeah. Is that sort of what it's about? Or is it like, am I reading it wrong? Um, it's more about how you think okay. as opposed to, you know, going for the, the macro scale of things. Um, there's, it talks of, in that book, there's like the three, uh, oh goodness, the three diseases of, of failure, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I won't, I won't give them to you guys. Yeah. You should read them. 
Uh, but there's the three disease diseases of failure. So if you're in a season of your life where you don't feel like you're winning and you feel like you're failing, read that book. And it's going to point out those three diseases, which are mental diseases on how you think so that you can call yourself out and hold yourself accountable to getting them out of your life. So you can move forward. It's good stuff, man. Yep. So last question. This one will be interesting for you because I think it could be positive too. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give you like magic time machine. You can go back in time any, any year you want. Well, any time in your life and you can go back and talk to only yourself, but you're only allowed to say three sentences. What age would you go back to? And what three sentences would you say? Uh, um, yeah, I know exactly when I'd go back to, <laughs> because <laughs> if you have three words, you can only make an, you know, so much of an impact in three words, three sentences, unless you, Oh, three sentences. Yeah. Oh dude. Okay. Three words would make this a lot, uh, a lot harder and easier because I know exactly what I do. If it was three words, uh, I'd go back to, uh, 11 years ago, maybe 12 years ago now. Uh, to myself, when I was still in corporate America, I had just heard about Bitcoin and I'd go tell myself, buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> Those would be my three words. Those would be my three words. Now, if I could say three sentences. Um, buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. true, man. Those three words. Um, three sentences. It's tough, man, because it's like almost, I wouldn't almost want to interfere with my previous self mm. it, in, in the fear of changing who I am now, Yeah, you know? Um, I'm going to give you a second to think. Can... I'm going to tell a story while you think, though. Yeah, 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 please. This is good. Um, I, I went through my own phase of messing with psychedelics and stuff in my day, right? Um, yeah. And one of the, the most impactful one was I was in the Redwoods in California, like, three hours north of San Francisco. And I, I did um, peyote, like some mescaline, right? And it was, yep. we like made a tea, or I said, we use, I did it by myself. Like, yeah. And it had been aging for a while. And we didn't know if aging made it stronger or weaker. So I, I took like triple dose because we thought it made it weaker. Yep. After the trip, we found out it made it stronger, but that's a whole other <laughs> issue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember uh, after you know, hours of going on this journey in the Redwoods by myself, um, I sit down at a stream and I had like a conversation with my 40 year old self. It was like the weirdest thing. Probably why I asked this question. Whoa. It was weird. Um, and you, and I was asking, I was like, what should I do? What's going on? What, what do I do? And, and he goes, don't worry about anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Everything's gonna be good. <laughs> Just keep doing it. It must be like it's. It was really calming, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like God, and like, I'm short, really yeah, like everything's good. You're like, don't worry about it. You're good. And um, wow. And that was probably six months before like some major like terrible things happened that like took my life for a different swing. Um, wow. 
And so even with that happening, I was just like, I did remember that. And I was like, just keep on going. Now I'm like, I've got a beautiful family and awesome business. Life is good. Wonderful friends and relationships. So yeah, Yeah, as long as it keeps on this trajectory, he was right. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like you're saying, like, he didn't, he probably didn't want to mess with anything. He was probably like, this is good. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. How real it was, who knows? Right. Like well that's the thing bro like i said there's there's so much more out there that we'll never even comprehend maybe maybe uh solomon could have explained it better to us but at the same time there's just certain things that we have to be okay with not knowing and uh you know and we're in that's just that's where faith comes in you know what i mean trusting the plan trusting god and making that making sure that you're aligned with his plan and not trying to forge your own path um you know and it's not an easy thing to do because you have to forfeit the things that you want sometimes to get there. But boy, oh boy, will you be 10 times happier and more fulfilled if you do it his way. Yeah. Think about those three sentences. Bro, I got nothing, bro. This yeah, is it's all good. so difficult. Yeah, I like I, your I like buy to... more Bitcoin. That's a good one. Um... Yeah, I'll probably, <laughs> probably just stick with those three words. That way I don't change the timeline too much, you know? Yeah, <laughs> buy more Bitcoin. Uh, yep. Forge your own paths. Uh, that reminds me there's like a definition for sacrifice it's kind of cool it's like uh giving up something you want now that will be more rewarding in the future or something like that yeah 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 for sure um, yeah giving up what you want now for what you want most mm, that's good mm-hmm. man um first of all thank you so much for taking the time and staying a little bit longer because this is this is a fun episode i like you know going back and forth with like, you. yeah absolutely yeah and um i think there's a lot of cool it's, it might turn some people off might get people more excited or curious about <laughs> stuff so i don't really care i'm like just put it out there and, and uh i hope this helps you guys um i say this at, at the end of every show i don't want to sell you anything i don't want you to go buy any of their stuff i you know i'm really just doing this because i want to help people um yeah. and the your payment right i'm trying to i guess i am selling something i want you to share this out I want you to go and share this with someone because this could go and help impact their life or change their life or change the trajectory of their life. And um, you never know who needs it. So just go share this episode out, leave, leave a review, get higher on the ranks so that, um, you know, I get more awesome people just like Drew Taylor here. Um, Go follow him. It's at Drew Taylor, Drew T Taylor. I think it's everyone where in social go follow, follow at live freedom society. Same thing everywhere in social Um, check out their stuff, buy some of their swag. Um, And man. Yeah. Thank you again for coming on, bro. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Thanks for having me on. If you have hate mail, you guys can send it to me. Don't, don't worry about this guy. (laughs) Send it on over (laughs) until next time. Peace.